It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Zone we Smoke Cigar Cast. No. <laughs> That's Best staying in there. <laughs> Moo Cow Rich. <laughs> Bring in the bull. <laughs> We're off. It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's the excuse. We forgot how shit yeah. works. We forgot how shitty we were. No, I didn't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners didn't either. I wonder if people missed us. Oh, there'll be like two or three. They did until like right now. And they're like, oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> I, I didn't miss this. Mm-hmm. How's it going, guys? How was the show, Mo? Well, look, I was all ready to talk about it. Whatever week that was that we decided not not to podcast. Now, you know, I was like, all right, yeah, let's talk about it. It was cool. And now I just don't really feel like talking about it. It's like old news. Like three weeks ago. But no, nobody heard from you how it was. Yeah, no, like, well, talk about it. If, you know, most people don't care what I have to say. But I, look. If they're uh, listening to this podcast, they do. They do, though. yes. True. Okay, here's what I'll tell you. Was it, it was definitely down from previous years in terms of attendance, right? Not only from the manufacturer side, but also from the retailer side, right? With that sure. said, the people that were there um, got attention that they would have made wouldn't have maybe gotten in previous years, right? Um, I think the retailers that were there, and when I say the attention, they I mean brands from retailers right uh but um the other part is yes there weren't as many people retailer wise but but it seemed like every retailer that was there was definitely spending money right that's what i heard from a few people yeah man for sure look at a couple things that have happened since covid that i've noticed have changed the dynamics a little bit right so, like, one, um, retailers that, and I heard this from a few different ones, um, where they said, you know what, man, I took out an SBA loan, I took out a PPP loan or whatever, and I've been using it to expand my inventory, to expand my offerings, to, you know, change chairs or, like, whatever, where people are, it was really awesome to hear people talk about how they've used some of these programs that were available for small business to better their business, right? Um, That was really awesome. Um, That is not even something that I really even put into my head in how retailers would use that money um, if they took it um, or utilized that, I should say. Took it, it has a negative connotation. But if, like, they utilized that program, and it was just really good to hear that they were doing different, like, stuff with it to better their businesses, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The other part... Um, of that is 
there were a lot of retailers that were interested in new and different stuff from what they were carrying before COVID. It seemed like um, a lot of humidor reshuffling, uh, humidor freshening, if you want to call it. I definitely heard that a few times of people that had become interested in possibly carrying patina. So, it, I mean, look, man, I go in with low ass expectations. So for me, it was, it was cool. It was good. I'm glad I went. You know, and every year that I go establishes legitimacy. Um, this was my first year, probably because a lot of brands weren't there. I had a, I was actually interviewed by Half Wheel and Cigar Coop and, you know, things that I in previous years never probably would have had the opportunity to. Nice. So it sounds like it was better in some ways, right? I, I don't know if it's me and I'm selling something. Ooh. I'd rather have fewer people but those people actually interested in buying mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. more people that i have to talk to and nobody buys 100 percent. i mean the reality is dude i look i don't care what you think about covid the reality is people are getting sick right so in the reality is if you are traveling you are putting your health on the line no matter what i mean and even in normal times i guess you are but this is an extra risk, right? So you're you're putting your health, your time, all of that on the line to go to something. Um, I think that you know, it, whatever. There's a risk there, right? So some a lot of people appreciated the, the guys that did show up, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, I mean, if somebody didn't think that the show was worth it or, or whatever for some of these guys it probably wasn't you know i mean if you're spending a lot in a booth or whatever yeah this show may not have been worth it for you but i don't know was it fun well i'm the wrong person to ask about that <laughs> did you have fun I, yeah, I enjoyed myself. Right. Did, did you have what other people would call fun? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, no. Everyone else probably thinks I'm a fucking. Not at all. I'd I'd be I'd be back in the room by like ten o'clock and reading a book. You know. I mean, it just it, dude. I don't man. These people are like supercharged. I don't know. Like, once I hit a certain level of socialization, I'm fucking done. I mean, you could see it on, on social media, though. I was watching, you know, what was going on generally. Mm -hmm. And about day three, everybody looked wiped. Like, mm -hmm. they'd all been staying up too late. They'd all been doing too much fun. You know, it was just, it was just done. No energy left. Well, trust me, a lot, a lot of people definitely, <laughs> yeah. You got to uh, you got to hang out with with Dave West. Yes, I got to meet Dave for the first time ever. Um, it's pretty wild. I don't think there's anybody that I've been friends with for that long that I'd never met. So it was really cool to meet him. Um, but I already felt like I knew him. It was really weird. It yeah. didn't feel like this was the first time I ever met him. You're awesome. like, I've already seen this guy. I know this dude. 
I've I've seen this animal yeah. magnetism before. <laughs> right. He he's Dave West says first of all, Dave's a big dude. By the way. He's a big motherfucker. <laughs> oh. I th- okay. um, thought you what? meant something else. No, I didn't see him naked. This oh. is with, with clothes. <laughs> uh, m- m- uh, yeah, stature-wise. Gotcha. Um, no, big dude. Um, and just just a really smart guy. I don't really know how else to put Just a really intelligent person, real mm-hmm. thoughtful. He's, he's just always fun to talk to. Uh, Tyler and Dom, uh, Cigar Analogies, Be So Horny, they were in the booth. They helped out. Um, it was great to spend time with those guys, uh, especially with Tyler moving to Houston or uh, Austin now. Not going to see him as much, so it was good. It was more about seeing the people that I really wanted to see than than anything else. I mean, it was nice. Yeah, it seems like sort of a theme this year was people could see all their friends they hadn't seen for like a year, or a year and a half, or whatever. You know what, Cal, you hit the nail on the head. And not only that, bro, but, like, there was so much complaining after this show. And I just wanted to be like, motherfucker, we were sitting at home last year, fucking on lockdown, not able to do shit. I don't care if this was the worst show in the history of fucking mankind. We're just lucky to be here. You know? So yep. that's how I look at it. Bunch of ungrateful bastards. Too much of that these days. Too <laughs> much of that. So, and not even, honestly, not even the cigar people, but just like other people too. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's looking for the negative, not looking for the positive. Right. But it, it was good to get out there. And again, man, because of where I'm at in my evolution, any opportunity to get in front of people is, is an oppor- you know is a good opportunity. But yeah, for some of the more established players, I could definitely see it not being as fruitful, if you will. Well, I mean, you get it in when you can, right? That's the, if the opportunity is there for you, you take the opportunity. And, and yep. if it wasn't there for other people, and it's not their opportunity, cool, they can do something else. That's right. I mean, it's kind of good for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I know there was some drama post show with people saying stuff. Thankfully, again, I'm not on Facebook, so I didn't see any of that shit. But I had heard about it, and you know, just stay above the fray, man. Just do our thing. And the people that want to join and they want to have a straightforward fucking dialogue in existence, um, we're here. Um, it's it's cigar people, though, right? Like, grown men who smoke cigars somehow have more drama <laughs> than just about any other group that I am aware of. Oh, yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, it's wild. I got to see Jeff, our buddy Jeff. Jeff who? Yeah, Jeff, you know, our friend of the podcast, Classic Cigars, Tulsa. Oh, oh, Jeff. That Jeff. Yeah. Oh. He uh <laughs> he has really long hair now. He does. I didn't I actually didn't recognize him when I first saw him. <laughs> you uh, know, I was like, you know, di- different haircut, different look, still ugly as fuck. So at least that's good. <laughs> no, I'm uh, kidding. No, I'm joking. Uh Jeff's a good looking dude. But yeah, man, I mean it was cool. It was cool. 
Well, yeah, like it was it, worth the trip. Even if it wasn't worth the trip, it sounds like it was worth the trip. If that makes absolute, sense. Absolutely. But I will tell you this, unless they do something, it's certainly not trending in the right direction. Hmm. So I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that is. I don't know what the answer is or how they do it. I just know, and I'm not paid to come up with those solutions nor consulted. So I don't really have much to say on it, but um, yeah, they got some work to do for sure. feels like they just need to downsize the whole thing, right? Because booths this year were a lot smaller. There were fewer mm-hmm. of them, all that good stuff, which means less revenue yeah. for them, obviously. Right. So downsize the whole thing. People will still come and have fun. You'll just make more profit. You know, have have more useful stuff that they want to see and less wasted space, and that's more mm-hmm. money. True, then. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like some of it isn't going to be that hard for them to do something about, but the overall mm-hmm. trend, I agree, is not not the right direction. No, it isn't. But you know what, man? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they'll figure something. Um, they'll figure something out. So we'll see. I'm not going to sit here. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say it's kind of interesting that, like, a lot of their money comes from fighting the FDA, right? That's what people are are really Mm -hmm. into it for. So the FDA thing is slowly happening over time. I'm curious what's going to happen when they don't have that, like, as the specter of what they're fighting. Does that make sense? Like, like why would somebody bother supporting at that point? Yeah. Why would they bother existing at that point? Yeah, and especially if they continue to get their ass kicked like they are. Yeah, so so it'll be interesting to see what happens. And yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, even like, it might not be possible for even the best person to pull this thing out yeah. to improve it. Right? It might just be doomed over time, depending on FDA. All right. We'll see. Doomed. Doomed. All right, we had a question. Uh, I'm curious on both of your thoughts on this. Uh, even though, Drew, I don't know if you're going to have an opinion. Uh, Yogi1966 wanted to know, do you think PCA would be... Uh, do, do what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. what Did you lose me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I said Yogi1966 wanted to know, uh, do you think PCA would be better or worse if it was on the East Coast? Worse. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not a matter of better or worse. It's more likely to have a bigger attendance, and I, I don't see it. It would not have the attendance on the East Coast that it would in Las Vegas. What are your choices on the East Coast? Like, where could you go for conventions? I don't even know, and that's another question. I mean, of course, you know, people might say, oh, New York City or something like that, but you're not going to bring a bunch of motherfuckers into New York. Not the prices. Yeah, I mean, Las Vegas is just built for conventions, man. I don't really know how to say to put it otherwise. They did New Orleans one year, didn't they? That's not East Mm -hmm. Coast, but it's different. Right, and that was one year. So yeah, Yeah. I think they did Orlando too, right? Maybe, yeah. But I'm just, you know, Vegas is just uniquely set up, and it caters for this kind of stuff. And you're more likely to get people to go out there to be able to go to Las Vegas than you are, you know, 
believe it or not, New York City or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a hub, which is nice. It's cheap, which is nice. Mm-hmm. You lose both of those everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tampa would be cool for history. That would be cool, yeah, but not feasible. Right. Darn money. Mm. All right, fair enough. Uh, NC6789 has a PCA question. Are there cigars from PCA that you're looking forward to trying? I don't know. You guys can start off, and I can give you my answer after. Um, I don't have an answer. I don't even know what <laughs> uh, what, what what came out, so no. Mm-hmm. There's uh, two new Patina Maduro sizes. Early feedback has been very positive. Looking forward to trying those. Are you coming to the event in Lake Country, Cal? I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those listeners in the Wisconsin area or even Chicago area that don't mind a little drive, we're going to do uh, an event August 13th at, uh, at Lake Country in Delafield. First event post uh, Tyler Jeffrey era. So we'll see. We need a good name for that. What? It's like the, the, the Tyler Jeffrey era. Yeah. It's like the, the WWF had their attitude era. I feel like mm-hmm. that's, they need a, a name like, like that for Tyler. Mm-hmm. The Viso yeah, Horny era. He was in fucking Austin for half a week and he already looks like Skip Martin. He does. <laughs> like, he went. He went to the barber and said, give me the chief Hava. <laughs> yeah, hooked up. Uh, it looks good. I'm happy for him. He's happy. I'm happy. Uh, good dude. I mean, he posted but, a picture on Facebook of half Skip's face and half, half his face. So he would oh, not, did he really? Uh, yeah, he would not disagree with that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I wonder, because I commented on Instagram that exact thing. And so I wonder if that was after or before I made that comment on Instagram. Um, in terms of cigars, uh, I, I got to try a couple uh, there. I tried the Fiat Lux from uh, Crown Heads. Uh, no, actually, I tried that back here. I, I got gotten home and I tried it. It was good. It was a good cigar. I tried the Elliot Ness by Protocol at the show. That was really good. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was really good. Um, trying to think. I really didn't. I did finally get to smoke those Tatuaje Escafios. Mm-hmm. It's a good cigar. Um, Regis has a, a new uh, limited edition coming out that I got to try. Um, it's going to be a bit of a pricier cigar. I believe it's going to be in the 20s, but it's a very good cigar. Um, they make good stuff. Yeah, uh, it was a good cigar. Um, I finally got to try an Adventura Connecticut, which is another you know, good cigar. Um, I tried a Casa Torrent 1880. Which was a good cigar. Nice. That, that's a, you know, those are Casa Torrent's like the kings of San Andreas uh, Maduro. 
Uh, nice. they, they supply most of the industry with it. Oh, really? Yep. Um, so they got they got some good shit. Yeah, in terms of that, yeah. Uh, I think. There's a couple that I can call out. I'm kind of scrolling through the list looking at them right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatawahe's doing a monster mash. Mm-hmm. I did see looks that. looks cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely getting that. Uh, they're doing a, an advent calendar, which I think is just cool as fuck. So I, I don't think I'm going to buy it based on what's in it, but I love the concept. Um, what is that? Can you explain it? Yeah. So an advent calendar is like it's a countdown calendar up until Christmas, right? You start December 1st mm-hmm. and you open one thing per day. And, like, you know, kids will often do it with, like, chocolates and shit like that. And they get one chocolate a day or whatever. Right. No, yeah, I, I know that. I'm saying. Yeah, the, the cigar one is, is yeah. it's a different cigar every day. Uh, and they well, why are you out, not interested? Well, because they listed out, you know, what, what the cigars are. They didn't say what days they are. But it's like, uh-huh. you know, two of these and one of these. And it's just like, meh. Not really like, my jam. Oh, so it's not like. It's not random made. or anything. But it, it's not stuff made just for the calendar. It's like what Tatsuwaki has already made, or is it? Let me look it up real quick. Uh, I'm going to look on Half Wheel and see what's on it. Um, that'll be a lot a lot better than my random recollection from it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Oh, they don't have a fucking list, do they? Where did I see the list? Maybe Saints and Sinners? No. <laughs> oh, here it is. I found it. Okay. All right. So it's going to be 24 cigars, a mix of 15 core lines, five monster releases, two holiday mm-hmm. cigars, and mm-hmm. two Halloween cigars, which are the pumpkin cigars. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's going to be like some of everything they make, which is kind of cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't really need a lot of their core line stuff because I got a lot of their core line stuff. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool to have, so maybe I'll get one. I don't know. I might just suck yeah. it up because it's fun. It, uh, it's... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, it's good to see him back like full throttle again. That's good. Yeah, I agree. It it feels like he's kind of kicking it up again. I don't know why yep. it feels like that, but it does. Um, uh, the Room 101 12th anniversary. I love their mm-hmm. anniversary series stuff. I'm stoked about that. He uh, is Br- one of the few, few people that I went out of my way to make sure that I saw. And he is... He's just a good dude, man. I don't really know how to explain it. He's... He's a fun guy to be around. Smart mm-hmm. guy, too. We're going to have him on the podcast again. Yeah, we do. He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Talk about eating ass some more. Yeah, probably not. Uh, It'll but, be something uh, new. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, <Yeah. laughs> it's so funny because, like, my in-laws listen to the podcast sometimes. What? Yeah. And, they do? And, sometimes. And I was just like, Dear God, don't let him listen to that one. <laughs> Your in-laws sound awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're why good people. Do, but it was just like, I don't want... Why do they listen to our uh, podcast? 
just out of curiosity. I mean, your father-in-law—they're not cigar smokers, I'd imagine. No, no, not not in the slightest. Okay, so why do they listen? Just because hear you, I, I guess. Okay. Just because. Okay. Um, I think partly just to give me crap. Hmm. Which is well, they don't need to listen to a podcast for that. No, you're right. But uh, I was just like, please don't let them listen to this one. <laughs> so <laughs> nobody sure said anything about it. Yeah. yeah, that's way better. Uh, they're re- re-releasing the Namakubi, too. Oh, okay, cool. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Th- there's a, a PCA-exclusive La Polina Goldie. That might be Ooh. interesting. Those Goldies are good. Very good cigars. Haven't had one in a while, but yeah, that was always one I'd look forward to. Especially yeah. in that Lancero size. Yeah, man. Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. You're not a awesome. not a true aficionado unless you smoke the Lancero. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Pinky out. Yeah. That's the one cancel move. Does he smoke that way? No, I, he always joined. I don't know. Remember when they came out with the Sir Robert Peel or whatever? It was Pinkies Up. Oh, yeah. That was his thing. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he did smoke that way. It would just be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, those guys were swamped, man. You know, Juan's another guy that we've had on our uh, on our podcast. And, yeah, those guys are they're really gaining some traction from what it seems like. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He always seems to be working. Mm-hmm. And by working, I mean, you know, drinking and talking to people, which is working. Which is, yeah, absolutely. It's part of the job. Mm-hmm. But that's part kind of the stuff that job. I thought was interesting. Not a ton this year. Did you guys see the Stillwell Star from Dunbarton? Mm-hmm. That's a interesting. Lot of people, a lot of people were talking about that. Yeah, Mostly so... cigar media. Right, yeah, that's who's hyping well, it up so far. So it's, well, it's got mm-hmm. pipe tobacco in the blends. Yeah, I mean... That sounds tasty. <laughs> where the cigar media is and, like, where, like, other people are at is... I don't know how to... It, sometimes it's just there's, like, a big separation. I don't know. But whatever. They get excited about new stuff, right? Yeah. Different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about the same stuff, like, oh, so-and-so made a Habano. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another mm-hmm. fucking Habano, right? Something yeah, I different get it. is just fun. Yeah, I get it. Our boy uh, Ian from Dapper uh, came out with some new, like, uh, I think it was called the Union Break or something like that. It's like these sweet tip little... Not cigarillos, but you know, maybe just a step above that, like shorter cigars. Hmm. Um, Did you try? But one? look at. No, I didn't, man. But here's the thing. You, and look at it's very, very tempting to go the sweet tip route, the flavored route, whatever. Because is it no? <laughs> What's that? Is it though? I mean, if you want to make money, yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yes, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I that. mean, they're they're slam dunks. I because... thought you meant just smoking in general. No, no. Like Mo. No. What What's no. going on, buddy? No, but like, there's this brand that that like in Chicago, 
I don't know what their reach is nationally, but it's called Don Rafa. And these guys are just fucking killing it in local shops. I mean, like killing it. And they're not cheap cigars. They're like 12 to $13 cigars. You know? Well, there are some that are cheaper, but that's like they're probably average ones. It's wild, man. There's a big market for that stuff. There really is. And, you know, so. But by the way, one thing I did see, so I went to the new Byron Lounge in Chicago uh, in Schaumburg the other day. So that's owned by the same guys that own Casa de Monte Cristo. They partnered up with, you know, Byron Atabay, uh to create a Byron Lounge, right? Okay. Sounds uh, swanky. Yeah, it is. Well, it is. And it's a very nice place. Um, and so I was sitting at the register, okay, just like with, you know, I went to visit one of the guys, who, the guy who manages the shop. Hadn't seen them really since before, right, you know, right around before COVID. And they sell a shit ton of patina there. And I just like thought, well, if I'm going to be out, like these are people that I really need to see, right? And, um, you know, good dude. And uh, so we went, I was just, chilling there and whatever and man i there was at least four or five people that came in that were like yeah i just started smoking cigars and hmm. it was like really encouraging to see it was that's awesome. nice yeah i was very happy yeah very very cool yeah i feel so. like we're it's up to it's up to the industry if, if we're ready for like the next sort of boom and cigar renaissance or not it's mm-hmm. all about the introduction mm-hmm. and, and i feel like we've gotten pretty bad at the introduction in the last couple of years compared to how we used to do it at least online we have yeah i don't really get to, i don't really see that much of that but i can see it and even in shops i've gone to right the, mm-hmm. the shops that i've frequented like you know if you would see somebody new previously and maybe this is just what i've seen and not reality everywhere there was a lot of focus on making sure that that person had a great experience and you know got the knowledge they needed and, and now i see more like okay here's a cigar <laughs> well Good it's a luck. reflection well we look at man we talk about this all the time the separation right now between good retailing and poor retailing has never been wider since I started smoking cigars. I believe that. Okay, and even within the last almost five, you know, four and a half years that Patina's been out, I've never seen it this wide. So... A lot That's of, more alarming than a lot of trends. Yeah. And a lot. So it just really depends, man. And your geographical location, unfortunately, in proximity to a good shop or a bad shop or whatever. I shouldn't say bad, but mismanaged, let's call it. Um, yeah, it could make or break whether you stick with it or not. Hmm. Right? So. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I mean, we just had, so you guys, we've talked about this, like, different rules in different states, right? 
Yeah. So, like, in Illinois, you've got to have a standalone building to have a cigar shop unless you have to have a lounge, unless you are grandfathered. So one of the grandfathered shops just closed down here in the suburbs, uh, which is really unfortunate because that's a license that's gone. Yeah, just gone forever. They couldn't sell that? um, He... He was very behind on his rent, and there was a dance studio that took it over. So mm. we just lost, uh, you know, a grandfathered license. Can you not? Can you not just buy the license from them? No, because it's not continuous anymore. I think. Hmm. I don't think he has his license anymore. I mean, somebody could have, though, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. you didn't. Did Did you have to stay in that building, or you could have just bought the license and opened up somewhere else? Yeah, you could have. Yeah, you should have at least done that. But but you would have had to find a spot that that would accept you, which would be like zero. Oh, so you I probably gotcha, would have gotcha. just stayed I in that to stay spot. There, right. And uh, because it was in a great location, you really didn't have much competition near you. You know, that was like right by you. Like somebody would have to drive like 30 minutes, which in cigar terms might as well be another state. Yeah, just about. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's going to go, though. Mm-hmm. We're slowly going to slowly going to go. Yeah, so I think a lot of guys are going to have to make a decision, man. Do they want to be, there's just, it's like anything right now, right? You got to be good at this if you want to, if you want to survive. And you really do. So, we'll see. And if you're not good at it and you're not making money, you know, somebody will buy your license. Mm-hmm. You yeah, get a little payout at least. Yeah. And Wisconsin is big for that because they only have so many licenses, and yep, I'm sure other states are the same way. So. Yep, for sure. All right, are you guys smoking anything right now? Yes, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you know I am. Well, I mean that's, that's the lead up, okay? You gotta have the foreplay, Mo. You can't just <laughs> dive right into that that. Uh, phallic object in your hand and mouth yeah oh you well, can uh, okay we'll, we'll get to what i'm smoking but are you smoking i'm smoking yeah i'm what having a smoking? i'm having a patina maduro from the original sort of original nice. release timeline really yeah that cellophane is starting to get yellow already it's only been I a know. year that's crazy <laughs> it's good good it's got like more baking spice notes than it had before it's uh uh-huh not really much mellower, but it, it's it's a little flavor bomb. Good. Trufus, you smoked? Oh, you can't. You smoked no. the Hardigus the other day. Lusitania, was that? Yeah, the Churchill. Yeah. How was you it? You still smoking it? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I finished it that night. Was, was uh, it? it was good. I, I don't know how long it had been in my humidor, but I dug through the bottom. I was like, damn, I need to smoke these. So You and I split a box of those. That's Did how it long be? it's been, then. Yeah. Okay. Shit. 
It was good. <laughs> God, that was years ago, dude. That must have, that was at least five years ago. I didn't realize it was that old, but it was good. Maybe even older. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple yeah, left. Yeah, we split a box. Yeah, 2014 <laughs> or 2015, I think we split a box of those. Well, yeah, I have a couple left still. Ooh. So what? That was a good cigar. It was good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Would you pair it with? That's all a little can. Oh, picture. Dr. Pepper. Always. That's what I'm having <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. No Dr. question. Pepper zero, actually. No, that's not the Which same. Which actually might even be better than regular. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. You, okay, so, what's that? You can convince yourself of that, but it's not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I am smoke. So this is a cigar that I wanted to try, which might catch a lot of people off guard. But I, because of where it's made, and um, yeah, I mean mostly yeah. Besides uh, the Cohiba Serie M, uh, which was made at El Titan, right? I think you're right. I'm not positive, mm-hmm. but I think so. I've wanted to try that one too, so I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm curious. Oh yeah, no, this is. Uh, so it started off. I'm only about halfway through. Started off kind of like eh, but it, it's got it's, it's got a little uh, a little magic to it, man. It's pretty good. Not a bad cigar, at all. At its price point, it better not be a bad cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, okay, if you want to bring that into the mix. It's a little bit of a different conversation, right? It's it's no Atabay. No, no. <laughs> that's, that's the same price point. No, it's not. Oh, fair enough. It's interesting, like Cohiba, they've been going for some of that higher end stuff for a few years now, and I think they've had reasonable success. In they my have, opinion. yeah. Well, it's still the most recognizable name on the planet, pretty much with cigars. Yeah, but there's I know there's so many people that just shit on that brand. Well, I mean, look at from a value perspective, you weren't getting much for what you were paying. That's for damn sure. Yeah, uh, I think most because, of their stuff. You know, if you went back five years, mm-hmm. I would I would have said they're basically a garbage lineup. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd say that anymore. I'd say they have a lot of stuff that I wouldn't smoke, but they have like. Some very reasonable cigars in there too. Not at reasonable yeah. prices, but they have they have good cigars. You're gonna have to pay a premium. I mean, dude, look at I don't. There are very few cigars that are worth spending that kind of money on. Yeah. Continuously. Right. The reality is, bro. If you this is the best time ever to be a cigar consumer. The amount of stuff that you could buy in a decent price range that is really really good fucking stuff. It's never happened before. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And it's it's interesting because for the most part, not always, but for the most part, there's still a lot of quality stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Because usually, you know, when you, when you go back in, in time to the times when cigars have gotten, you know, better and more popular and more options and all that, you've had more kind of shit flood the market. I feel like there's a little bit less of that now. There's still plenty of it. There, you know, there's still a good amount. <laughs> <laughs> but what 
what you don't see is somebody flying, you know, flying into the industry, making a shit cigar, selling a ton of it because it's one of the only options oh, out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then disappearing. No, that we're about happen we're, anymore. we're about a year from that. You think so? Yeah. That's when I'll get in. <laughs> what that? That's when I'll get in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is your I cigar th- gonna be called Fuck 'em? Yeah. I get in, make my money, get out. But that, okay, so it's funny you say that because I think a lot of people think that's how it works. And Drew and I learned very quickly with Sultan <laughs> that that's absolutely not how it works. And, you know, Ian just did an interview with Voboda not long ago where he talked about a little bit about that and Ian from Dapper. But this is not a make a lot of money quick industry. You might be able to make a thousand, two thousand cigars and sell them very quickly. But if you want to build a brand, it's going to take a very long time. And that's just how it is. And the reality is, if we were to come out with another Sultan cigar now, we would probably sell the fuck out of that thing. And well, we could sell a couple thousand of those. We, we could sell Absolutely. a few. Yeah. We're like that number of cigars we did on the first run that took us four years to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. They weren't for sale three That's of those true. years. So That's true. Uh, yeah, we tucked them back. Um, <laughs> found them in the warehouse. Put them, put them down for a little nap. Yeah. Um, my God, bro. I was, I had, I, I still have a couple legacy left and the band looked like, Somebody shoved it up their ass or like took a shit on it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Mine don't look but, like that, so that's maybe something happened to yours. Could be. <laughs> but the Max Press don't look like that, so I don't know. Anyway, so if we if we were to take that production number and release it now, it would probably sell out in probably two days. Maybe I'd, a week. I'd like to think so, yeah. Yeah. Why aren't we doing that? Uh, you went in on it, Cal? I don't know. Let's do it. Do, do people, we want to know from you guys, if we did another cigar, would would you buy it? No, no, would you buy a box? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not say would yeah. you buy it. Right? Well, it probably won't be available in stores anywhere. It would probably go to an online guy. Yeah. Sure. You know, probably like a small batch or maybe a few to Costa and smoke, something like that. But I do want to say thank you to our buddy Vince. Vince has switched shops. Heck yeah. Sun's Sun Cigar uh, in PA, and uh, he brought in Fatina at the show. So thank you, my man. Look forward to uh, uh, hopefully kicking ass with you again. Very cool. And, uh, yeah. He's, so. um, he's been on here, correct? Or no? Oh, yeah. We've yeah, had him on. That's what I thought. Yeah. Vince is really a badass. Cool. Yeah, he is, man. He's a really cool dude. Okay, so funny Vince story. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready for this? Born ready. Maybe. All right. So, <laughs> I, so right outside of the, of the, you know, where the, the show is, there's a Starbucks as you're walking towards it, right? And so a bunch of people always stop and get coffee right before the show starts. 
So I had happened to get there very early, uh, one of the days. Like I told you guys, I was like in my room by like 10 o'clock every night. <laughs> so I got, so I get there early, not really a line. Line starts piling up, right? And uh, so I see Vince, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, dude, let me let me get you a coffee. So I got waiting this long line or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, Vince, just quit fucking around. Just tell me what you want. You know what I mean? Like, somebody wants to do something, nice, just fucking let them. Okay. So it's a coffee for God's sake. But anyway, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this. So as I am speaking to him, there is one of the cigar influencers in front of me fucking staring at me, looking at my shirt, looking at me, looking at my shirt, whatever, right? Okay? We following here? Okay. Yes. So checking you, guys you out. Get like I got a visual. It. No, not checking me out. Hold on a second. Couldn't be more so, interested. I got it. So she said, no, not like that. So she, <laughs> she says to me, she goes, patina cigars. She goes, never heard of it. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, small brand out of Chicago. I didn't even fucking tell her, you know, that it was, I didn't say, oh, it's my brand. I just said, yeah, small brand out of Chicago. Okay. She goes, she says, yeah, you know, that. she goes, that's cool. Yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, I'm here and, like, everybody knows who I am. And I'm kind of like a, I don't remember if she called herself, like, a celebrity. Or she didn't call herself an influencer, but it was something along those lines. Like, not ambassador. It was mm-hmm. something. And she named the, you know, these obviously these two larger brands, and and she said, you know, uh, yeah, that's who I work with, and this and that, and it's like, you know, so cool. Everybody knows who I am. And she goes, you've probably heard of me, right? And I looked at her, and I go, no. (laughs) (laughs) Had you though? Did you really know who she was? Yeah, I fucking knew who she was. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, And. so yeah, yeah the man. audacity to ever say to a person, "You've probably heard of me, right?" Yeah, dude, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, this chick has to be kidding, fucking like fucking kidding right now. And it really just put things into perspective, man. Like, which kind of made me laugh afterwards because I was like, damn, dude, I'm sitting here busting my ass. I've sacrificed basically any sort of normalcy for the last five years. And people still don't give a fuck or know who I am. And this chick, everybody knows who she is. She's getting paid to flaunt shit. And, man, it's just like, oh, God. It was wild, man. It just, I don't know. But there were a lot of those influencers at the show, for sure. A lot of them. I don't know who they came with, but they were there. It's like a lot of companies, though. Like, you got people that that make stuff, and you got people that sell the stuff. And those are not always the same people. And in a lot of companies, your salespeople are going to get paid a lot more, even in the cases where, you know, they yeah. don't know a goddamn thing. They're just good at making the sale, which is a great skill to have. I'm not knocking oh, sales. That's not my goal. Right. It's just interesting how, you know, certain certain skills and talents are uh, are, are more useful in certain cases than others. Well, yeah. And, and look, it. The, she was right. I mean, she certainly got a lot more fucking attention than I did at the show. I can promise you that. Wasn't lying. More people know who she is and know who I am. You know? But that's also part of her job. Yeah, true. Like, if she can't do that, she wouldn't be there. Yeah. If you can't make a good cigar, you you wouldn't be there for four years. 
Yeah. Unless you have like a stupid amount of money to throw at it, but we all know that that's not uh, from what you said. That's not the case. No, that is certainly not the case. But um, I, I will say this, man, that more than ever, this industry is, there really is a massive, fucking ocean-wide separation between social media and brick and mortar. Oh, sure. Okay? And what yeah. you see on those levels. More more so even than before. Okay? Like, you know, before, let's call it, you know, it was like the Nile River. Right? Maybe then it was the Red Sea. Well, now it's the Atlantic fucking Ocean. Right? And so, um, when you're talking about catering towards boutique people or social media-heavy stuff, I've never seen hype be more important. And I just happen to be very fucking bad at that. Okay. And then on the brick and mortar level, you've probably never seen more of like your core legacy stuff sell the way it's selling now. It's wild. Yeah. It's interesting because whenever you see the the hypes, the hype machines going, Mm -hmm. right, you don't know if they're actually selling anything or if they're just good at hype right yeah i think some of the most hyped brands that i know of sell less than you would guess probably yeah but that hype is valuable on its own right because the way they do sell stuff all about Mm -hmm. the hype yeah yeah i know drew pays attention to hype that's how he makes all his decisions damn right Mm -hmm. yeah it's the only way you're getting my money Drew is the same per like when it comes to cigars and stuff, the same dude as one of the day I met him. That that good, bad, what? No, I mean <laughs> it's no, like you'll still try new stuff, but dude, you've been an opus guy forever. Man, right? I converted converted a buddy the other day to opus. Did I yeah. tell this story yet? No. no. So I get this text, um, buddy at work, um, one of the guys I shoot with all the time and stuff. So I got him started on cigars. Guns? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> got, got him started on um, cigars. I don't know. He's been with us um, like a year and a half, two years. <laughs> He's been with us. Well, with the company, right. working. He's no longer with yeah. No, He's I still guess. with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he tech, this is, um, I don't know, call it a month and a half ago. He texts me one evening and he goes, Hey, what, uh, what is this Opus X? <laughs> I guess he was doing some research or something. And, uh, so I text back as like only the greatest cigar ever. And he's right. like, really? I mean, how do I, how do I get one? And it's like, Oh, uh-huh. I can bring you one. I got some. So I take him one. And he smokes it, comes back to work the next day, and he's like, holy shit, that's amazing cigar. I got to get more. And I was like, well, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> you can't, really. Uh, you can. I was like, that's that's been aged for like, I don't know, six years, <laughs> seven years now. So you're not going to find any like that. Anywho, <laughs> so I get him a couple uh, for his wedding. He wanted to take some. He got married. Poor guy. Um he got married and uh, took some to his wedding and smoked them. But uh, now he's like hooked. 
He wants them. All he has to do is buy them and wait five years. Yeah. I haven't been able to find them around here. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They pop up from time to time. Really haven't had a lot of trouble finding them when they do. Yeah, I haven't been able to find them. I'll let you know next time they do. I'll let him know. There we go. Like a three-way information sharing session. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've always said their Opus has a very, very unique profile, and when you are in the mood for that, yeah. that's all you can smoke to get that's that flavor. It. And I, and I get that feeling anywhere from two to three times a year. Which is really good because you want to smoke aged ones. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. I had one. I hadn't had one in a while. And I had one after he mentioned it. I was like, fuck it. I'm smoking them now. So I had one. I was like, oh, man, I miss this. So good. Right. But, yeah, with like five or six years of age. Mm. Drew, I still have some that you sent me. Yeah. Must have been 2015 that you sent them to me. Probably. And they were already aged. Yeah, years Probably from when you had them. Probably. So, yeah. And you also sent me some uh, the Casa Cubas. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, Casa Cuba. You like those, yeah. Cal? I have a whole yeah, shit man. ton of them. Those are good cigars. I need to send them to you. <laughs> That's an underrated cigar right there. I have the pre-release. Yeah. Oh yeah, that 2013 pre-release one with that little Ooh. extra band at the bottom. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a damn good cigar. I have a shit ton of those. Really? Do you like to... them or do you just have them? I, I liked them when they first came out. I haven't had one in a long time, so I guess I need to I need to give them another shot. Yeah, give them a try. <laughs> They've been tucked away for a while. They have been. <laughs> Maybe they're good again to me. Tucked back between the legs. They were never bad. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. They were really good. For Opus. Yeah, yeah, they were really good when they first came out. And then, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that, by the way. I liked them at first. But I, yeah, I'll probably revisit them. I mean, the value on that cigar compared to a lot of the Fuente stuff is just tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, you go from, like, really affordable to, holy shit, real quick. And not a lot of in-between. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Agreed. All right, well, let's dive into another question from one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, NC6789, <clears throat> another question. Uh, do you eat while you smoke? What do you think about eating while you smoke? Uh, sometimes, but normally I put it down long enough for the, to eat. Or I'll like smoke, then eat, then smoke, or I'll just eat and then smoke. So just not simultaneous. Yeah, normally not. The only time I can think of is like when I'm grilling, but I'm not really eating, so... Mm -hmm. 
I may smoke a cigar before eating and then again after. Sure. Oh, yeah. But not so much at the same time. Mm-hmm. I guess given the opportunity, I might. But I don't know when that actually comes up. I mean... Cow? I don't. I typically find that it uh, it does bad things for the... The flavor combination is almost never good for me mm-hmm. to eat and smoke at the same time. Which mm-hmm. just kind of ruins both. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I'll, I'll eat and then smoke or smoke and then eat, but not at the same time. There are certain desserts that I will... like. I, ha- I don't prefer to smoke and eat, but there have been times when like uh, where I'll eat a piece of cake, have a mm. coffee, and keep my cigar going yeah. at the same time. Tiramis- right? Tiramisu with a coffee? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, mix, I'm, in a, mix in a little puff ski. I'm in. Yeah. 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 That's good stuff. But with regular food, no. Like, if I'm eating, like, a steak or something, last thing I want to do is fucking charm my mouth out with a cigar. I want to enjoy right. a steak. Yeah. Plus, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. After you eat. Yeah, dessert comes after dinner. Mm-hmm. Not yep. in the middle of each bite. Right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, he also wanted to know how many cigars is too many to smoke in a day or a week or a month. Like, how many cigars is too many? When you start going in debt from it. <laughs> When you can't afford, when you stop enjoying it. Yeah, when you can't afford your normal lifestyle. Or when you stop tasting them, right? At a certain number in the day, you just, you're just smoking something. I guess know? if you enjoy, you but you can't put a number on that. So No, there's no specific number. It depends what it is. Everybody's different. Yeah. Like if you're telling me you're smoking and tasting 10 cigars a day every day, I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> Zero chance. Uh, three is a pretty good number. Yeah, more than that, then I I start to lose interest too. Mm-hmm. But it depends. Smoke all you want if you want. Mm-hmm. There are some guys that can't do anything without a cigar, and they'll literally smoke five, six, seven cigars every day. Big Jim. Yeah, but. If I'm traveling, yeah, those are numbers that I'll put up. But otherwise, one a day. When when is your uh, prime time if it's just one a day? Um, Probably after dinner. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Drew, are you a morning smoker? Man, if it's a weekend, I love smoking a cigar like right after breakfast. Mm-hmm. I have a big full breakfast, like some bacon and eggs, potatoes, brew up some coffee, drink like, I don't know, a cup maybe with breakfast, go out on the patio with another cup of coffee and smoke a cigar. Oh, it's great. It's great. God, it's great. Doing it right. I wish I could do that during the week, but unfortunately I have to go to work. <laughs> and I don't want to get up at like 3 a.m. to do that. 
but after dinner is great too. Doesn't take very much to have like a perfect day though, does it? No, that it's makes the whole day better. If if I could honestly just get up at a at a, a decent time, even like I don't know six o'clock, eat breakfast, go on the patio, smoke a cigar as the sun is coming up, and be at work by like nine nine thirty, mm-hmm. done. I do it every day. Mm-hmm. But then I'd need to buy more cigars too. <laughs> right. Get one of those work from home jobs, Drew. Yeah, that'd be nice too. Yeah, but Kyle, you work from home and you barely ever smoke. I smoke more now than I did before, but really, even yeah. The, the problem is, is I still don't want to smoke around my kids. Mm, yeah. So when they go to bed, it's on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> After dinner's always good too, but being that morning cigar, I don't know. It's like. uh just get you going. Oh, dude, when, I, when I'm on the road, there is nothing better than that fucking cigar once you, like, you you get. So, like, my, my thing on the road is protein bar, coffee with cigar. That is the best. Yeah. You know, like 9 a.m. or 8.30 in the morning, whatever. And you're just get, about to get after it. I love that. I don't hardly ever, like, crave a cigar. There's times when I'm like, man, I want a cigar, but not like. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's times you like, like, man, I really want a good steak. That mm-hmm. kind of like craving. Mm-hmm. It's always breakfast though. Like even on like the way to work someday, there's some days when I'm like, fuck it, I'm having a cigar on the drive to work. But in the evenings, there's sometimes when I'm like, man, I could go for a cigar. And then I'm like, nah, it's hot. I, you know, God, on that morning drive every time though, it doesn't matter if it's raining, Ooh. hot, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. For some reason, breakfast will do it. Yeah? The day's always better, too. Coming in smelling like cigar. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most important cigar of the day. Yeah, that's right. God, it is nice. Maybe tomorrow. I think I will. (laughs) Thanks for that question, guys. Who was that? that Who was that? NC6789. Thank you. I'm going to have a cigar for breakfast tomorrow. Excellent. Um, I already told you guys this. Uh, the, the CrossFit games are starting here in Madison. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I feel particularly excluded because they call them the noble CrossFit games. Ooh. Oh. So everything about that, like all of those words are, are I, th- I feel like an attack against me personally. Cool. That sounds like it. Yeah. So, so that is what it is. Uh, but what I'm actually wondering about is uh, with the Olympics going on. Do you guys watch the Olympics at all? I haven't haven't yet. Not really. I did watch boxing today, and it was awesome to see boxers that actually box. I forgot how much I actually enjoy watching boxing when people actually box. It's pretty cool. But that's been the extent of it for me so far. Fair enough. I will watch basketball, but that the game against France was like at seven a.m. That just, even though I was up, I just it didn't really occur to me to watch it. <laughs> and by the way, congratulations on your Milwaukee Bucks cow. Oh yeah, I had a lot to do with that. Yeah, that was a fun fucking thing to watch and seeing Giannis win that was great um 
I would have been cool either way because I like both teams. But Giannis is a he's a cool dude. So. And they smoke cigars to celebrate. Yeah, little Romeo Cubans. Yeah. Yep. Do you feel like okay? So so they have their celebrations cigar ready. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you feel like if you lose that game? You have that same cigar as like a I need to feel better about myself, like a consolation cigar. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how dejected you would be after something like that because <clears throat> you know, you literally just got to like the pinnacle and lost. I, I can't even imagine. I mean uh not sure. Hmm. I'd still, I don't know. I'd still smoke something. A cigar, though? Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? There's a lot to be said for cigars uh, being appropriate for kind of any mood, right? Great job, Kyle. They'll take a time and they'll make it better. They'll take a time that you're not feeling good, right? And they'll they'll be a, they'll help you reflect, sort of a meditation. So, Cal, you're you're brilliant. Nice, nice segue, because that was a topic we wanted to talk about. It's like I know this or something, and might have written shit down. It's weird. You, you took notes. What? Um, it's a good thing somebody did. That is a great question. Do you guys have certain cigars you smoke? When you're sad, when you're happy, make you feel better. Um, anything like particular that drives what you decide to smoke? I think it's all by feel, isn't it? Maybe not for me. I don't know. Yes. Okay. For me, it's just uh, I don't I don't know particularly. It's not like mm-hmm. ooh, I go for this when uh, it's been a rough day. I go for this when I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. I I think. Uh, when I do it, it go. It's it's probably a time based thing. How much time okay. do I have? Is first, and mm-hmm. then I open the humidor. And I'm like, okay, what fits in? What am I? What am I in the mood for? And then I pick. Mm-hmm. And it and sometimes it's like, uh, maybe I want something new. So I I have another humidor that's just like full of new shit, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have particular like, like, like I said. Oh, this is uh, this is for a really good day. This is for a shitty day. This is for a celebration. I don't have that. But I keep uh, I keep a humidor with me of like I don't know ten different cigars, twelve. Mm-hmm. So something that probably fits all that. <laughs> but it's all feel for me. I open it up and go, hmm, that looks good. I'm smoking that. <laughs> It's tasty. That's that looks tasty. Tasty treat. Firing it up. That's what I did the other day with that uh Lusitania? Yeah. Nice. Opened it up, saw it in there, I was like, fuck, I got all evening. I'm smoking it. I love it. The saving cigars thing is a thing of yesterday. You got it, you see it, you feel like smoking it, just fucking smoke it. Absolutely. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like for 
for me at least, you know, sometimes when you look in your humidor, you mm-hmm. know, a cigar is going to make you feel a certain kind of way. And that can change over time. And that can depend yeah. on this, your mood and your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's going to sound stupid, but if I'm in a mood where I want to get, like, you know, contemplative and just, just mm-hmm. all that kind of shit, I'll probably grab something that, you know, reminds me of, like, good people or something mm-hmm. like that. Either I've smoked it with people that I enjoy or it was made by people that I enjoy. You know, something like that. Like, yeah, I feel, sure. feel some kind of a connection, <clears throat> even though it's a, kind of a stupid thing, too. That's um, not stupid at all. That's Yeah. Well, I mean, you, yeah, you feel a connection with, like, a bundle of leaves, which is a little weird, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. you know what I mean, yeah. um, and I think that that can be like a, a helpful thing in those times where you just want to you know, think about the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a celebration cigar, it could be anything. It could be something I've been saving, something I haven't tried, something I I just love all the time. It could be right. anything. Usually, I try to go for something that I I otherwise might not smoke. You know, I might not mm-hmm. grab it and. Uh, and burn it because it's you know rare, hard to find, or whatever. Right. That that fails sometimes, though. Oh yeah. Definitely. But those are also yet. you're also not going to be like, oh, my celebration was ruined because that cigar wasn't perfect. Right. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so. If that's how had, I think about it. If you had yeah. a cigar, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Those white owls really made my celebration. Funny you bring those up. <laughs> so one thing that I've found interesting, and I don't know if this is the case, but a hypothesis. There seems to be... So most people tell you you want to live in that, you know, 8 to $12 range, that's the sweet spot. Like, that's what retailers like to bring in. But it seems like people are either getting really fucking cheap or they want really expensive stuff. And then you have, like, this other segment of retailers that are all looking to bring in the next $30 plus cigar. And then other guys that are just like, yeah, we want, you know, bundle shit. That's what we're looking for. Hmm. You know, because whatever. It's really weird. I don't know if this is just some informal observation or if other people are seeing this too. But, it, it, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's kind of also indicative of, of where things are in society. But um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Because it seems like there's just a lot of brands looking to really, like, come out with some expensive stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen that the same way. Most of the people I know smoke in that, you know, eight to fifteen dollar range most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the occasional outlier, right? Yeah, usually on the yeah. higher end. Usually people don't go for that low end outlier. Mm-hmm. No. Not not if they're cigar people. Like cigar smokers, not somebody who smokes cigars. Yeah. And it's also, you know, if you dig that cheaper stuff, oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Your life is great. Lucky bastard. Yes. I mean, I was at the shop the other day, or yesterday, and then I was also, I went to Cassidy Money Crystal on Wednesday of last week, and, like, just watching some people, like, what they smoke, I'm like, how, like, why would you waste your money? But... You know what, man? To them, it could be awesome. 
you know? Yeah, if they're happy, so, they're happy. Yep, exactly. Unless it's a Tatiana Groovy Blue or Java Mint or something like that, where you fuck up the, everybody else's cigar, don't do that. <laughs> Smoke that shit in your own time. And that's not to disparage it, but you literally ruin other people's cigars. If you're in an enclosed space. That's not like me being an asshole. That's legit. So if somebody just spent like 30 bucks on a Davidoff, whatever, or a Byron, and they're in anywhere prox- like in close proximity to the person smoking one of those cigars, their experience is ruined. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a cigar, it's flavor and it's aroma. So yep. anything that fucks up your aroma experience is certainly not great. Yep. Oh, man. What else we got? Kind of all I had for this time. Yeah, that's it. After two weeks, I mean, we can go into more shit. I can throw topics at you all day. Yeah, there's like definitely more stuff. Like, gotta save gotta something. Save for something. Next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can leave some gas in the tank. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I definitely, I do want to say thank you to all the people that support Patino because. Without you guys, without you guys going into shops and asking for it, posting it online, buying it, whatever, I would never even be as, you know, we've made headway. None of this would be even remotely possible without that. So, you know, thank you guys. Um, And people are noticing. And so I appreciate all that have, have jumped on for the ride. So... Let's just fucking go. We got to say, you know, Let's do it. we knew Mo when he was small. <laughs> yeah. Mo's never been small. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. It, um, you know, here's what I know I've made it. When people come up to me and will say, damn, man, I honestly didn't think you'd, I'm like, you know, the, They'll congratulate you on something or say, hey, man, nice job. You're doing this. You're doing that. And, and then they'll they'll talk about how they didn't think you would still be here. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know you've made it. When people start telling you how they didn't think you would have. Then then that's when you know. And I haven't reached that point yet, but I'm just saying that's when I'll know. When people start being honest. And saying, I didn't really think you would be still be here. Because I know a lot of people think that. And a lot of people thought that. So, But I know when they're ready to admit that, then I've, I've made it. If that makes sense. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, if, if somebody says early on, like, hey, man, you're not going to make it. That just, that's a dick move. Right. <laughs> the fact that they would say it means that they, right. they think you're past the point. Where Correct. That's a dick move. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my criteria. <laughs> I feel like there's a time part of it too, right? You're going to come up on five years and not too long. Yeah. Yeah. That's that feels nice. like, like, you know, if you if you make it five years, that feels like you're not. You're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, something. 
But yeah, the, like man, dude, the longer you can stick around, the more legitimacy you build, the more people see it, the more accepted it becomes. And it's just all part of it. A big part mm-hmm. of it's time and just waddling through all the fucking bullshit along the way. Yeah, well, and, and that time credibility is helpful for retailers. I imagine they don't want to. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm a retailer, am I going to spend my time buying a brand? Hyping it up, spending time, you know, hand selling this thing. And mm-hmm. then a year later, I've I've built a client base and they disappear. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. problematic. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I I can never fault a retailer for being hesitant. We've seen retailers get really behind small brands that just up and disappear. So I could understand why they would be hesitant. Like I, I don't blame them for that it's my job to give them comfort right Mm -hmm. so giving comfort to people in las vegas (laughs) yeah there was definitely some of that (laughs) (sighs) do we still have a a smoke like a sultan is that still a thing i believe so yeah damn Mm -hmm. He's got some big shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, his POS. Yeah, he's selling it. Yeah. Good for him. I hope that went well. Yeah. I need to follow up with him. But yeah, man, I'm proud of him. I want to see... I don't, look, man, I don't look at people... Technically, some of these guys... You know, like, whether it's other, like, cigar people or whatever, like, you know, they might look at you... But rising tide lifts all boats, man. You know, and you just—I'm—I'm I'm happy for people that are doing shit. Most of them, I should say. <laughs> Some people are just fucking strokes, but you'll have that. Yeah, that's in anything. I mean, that—that's former jobs I've had, former whatever. I mean, that's everywhere. Yep. So, but yeah. Smoke like a Sultan. That's a uh, smoke maniac. Correct. Yes, sir. All right. Get them. All right. Well, Mo, what's our alternate ending? What's next? That's all I got, man. You guys took the, you stole the thunder, cow. Give us, give us something else, Mo. Wish I did. I wish I had something. No, you'll, you'll have something in a second. Yeah. Oh. There it is. Barring any sort of setbacks whatever mandates anything that might fucking throw a wrench in life uh i will also be doing uh an event with tyler our buddy tyler at smoke ring on august 26th so anybody in houston houston area come on out now when you said mandates did you mean no not that you know like you know not like Man, not, not a man, date. not a man oh, date. That's not what you and Tyler are doing. No, feels appropriate. That, August what? Twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. Yeah. Oh, that's a Thursday, man. Better believe it. That's a Thursday. It's a big event day. How long are you there? Are you just flying in for that, or driving in? No, what are you doing? No, we're gonna try to meet in some account. I gotcha. We're gonna try to get the peddle the cigars into maybe some other accounts but we'll see 
Mm-hmm. Sounds like you might be meeting up with Drew. I wish. I'm thinking about it. It's a Thursday, so I'm not coming to Houston on a Thursday, though. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I am working on something for Tulsa. I talked to Robert at the show. Nice. So maybe we'll do something with them. And if if Jeff brings it in like he said he was, that obviously makes it a lot easier to do a twofer. That would be you know, good. That that makes the trip much more sensible. So, yeah, we'll see. I'll drive to Tulsa on a Thursday then for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next week, maybe. All right, boys. Maybe not. See you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Later, guys. Cheers. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>